this is Nigeria Daily. My name is Lilian Ogazi. For some weeks now, there's been a comparison between the heat in Lagos and Abuja, as residents in the two cities lament extreme temperature. However, the truth is that everywhere in Nigeria is hot, and this is driving people uncomfortable. Now, let's take a little trip down memory lane when in 2002, a heat wave hit Medoguri in northeastern Nigeria and left more than 60 people dead. But even with their severity, extreme heat events do not get as much attention. This begs the question, how are Nigerians handling the heat wave? Well, I had a chat with some Nigerians and this is what they said. Well, where I'm staying, it's very hot. Like, literally, sometimes I even argue with my friends whether we're close to hellfire itself or whether we're even close to the sun but here it's very very hot especially in the afternoon during the afternoons and in i think last week at night was very very hot that we even had to be sleeping outside so what i do to cope i do i drink a lot of water like especially during this hot period i hydrate easily so i drink a lot of water and I sleep outside, especially at night. And even in the afternoon, we leave our door open and everything so that air will be able to come in. Where is the air safe? So we, I stay outside, I drink so much water, cold water, cold drinks a lot. I take my bath in the morning, in the evening, before I sleep. And early in the morning, sometimes when the heat is too much, I just walk into the bathroom and just pour it on my body in the afternoon. But due to I'm a student, I don't really have time in the afternoon because I'm always outside in class. So I take my bath twice a day, morning and evening. Then I wear light clothes. I wear light clothes. I don't wear jackets or thick cotton clothes. I wear just normal light clothes. When I'm going for classes, I wear my short sleeve, go for class, come back, take it off, put on my singlet. I have a, a sleeveless top. I wear it. I don't wear thick clothes or even at night I sleep bare chested. Or sometimes I just put on my light singlet and just sleep. So that's what I do to cope, especially as the weather is this hot. Huh. It's on a scale of one to ten. It's it's ten, like ten point something. Self, it's freaking hot, very very hot. It's not even funny. It's not even funny. Like I'll bait, come out of as I'm baiting, but I'm still wet. I, like I'm still sweating as I'm pouring water. I come out from the bathroom. I'm dry, I'm drying my body, and I'm still very where i'm still sweating so it's not even funny like there's no description again it's not funny and literally there's nothing i can even do eh, because well even if i shower i still have to go out i still have to i still have things to do if you decide to stay indoor the same thing so nothing so i just try to at night these days i don't even like sponge i just pour water i don't even bother sponge you know using soup or anything i just enter the bathroom i just pour water on my body like that and sleep and due to normally i would say that um the you know if there is light you will use all those uh you use them um, what's that thing called you know you put on fan and all those things but the um electricity this thing has been abysmal these days so 
there's nothing you can even do nothing like nothing you just whoa. i stay at calabar cross river calabar and uh, the heat here is very very terrible uh, i can't even begin to explain a minute you walk out of uh, the fan or anything that is giving you that is anything you're using to subsidize the heat you are you're starting to sweat and uh, i don't or no one should actually feel happy or feel okay with the heat then the things i'm doing to cope the things i'm doing to cope is basically fun usage of fan uh electrical fan manual fan anyhow fan usage of fan that's a, and also taking my baths entering the shower um, should i say regularly frequently those are the things that i do to to you know subsidize or reduce the the heat effects on me it's really hot this period so what do i do to cope with the heat Men, sometimes you take your bath and you're sweating as you're coming out from the bedroom. So, this period, bath three, four times a day, probably five. Have a bottle of cold drink. Stay hydrated. Very important. Water. Even if you have juice or whatever drink you like, but always have water beside you. That's the best way to stay hydrated this period. That's what I practice. And then the AC. We all need that air conditioning at home, in the car, in the office. Anyway, and then always wear sunscreen if you're stepping into the sun. If you have any business outside, always make sure you put on your sunscreen to avoid sunburns. The heat is horrible. I can't cope. I'm not coping. <laughs> so, well, besides having to shower often, as often as I can, and keeping myself hydrated, basically. Those are some Nigerians there speaking. You are listening to Nigeria Daily. We will be going on a break to stay. You're welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. In this episode, we're talking about what every Nigerian should know when it comes to the heat wave that has hit the country. Before we went on break, some Nigerians told us how they are surviving with the weather. With the rise in concrete wall buildings and tarred roads and vehicles that radiate heat, the risk of heat waves only increases. And when we burn fuels from our cars and industries, the resulting carbon dioxide gas which fires up into the sky and forms a blanket, traps heat and forms a blanket, traps heat in the atmosphere. It is then this trapped heat that disrupts the atmospheric temperature and comes back to us as heat waves. So what are the do's and don'ts during this period? A consultant family physician educates us. Uh, greetings to everyone. It's Dr. Ebuta again, uh, and I'm still the Vice President of Medical Initiative for Africa. So temperatures have been high and the body is getting hot and most people are complaining that they can't take it any longer. So um, high temperatures can heat lead and high heat waves can lead to some health conditions that will require some form of medical attention or intervention depending on the severity and what we want to talk about is heat exhaustion 
and heat stroke. So heat exhaustion is the beginning part of a spectrum that ends up in heat stroke if nothing is done about it. And heat exhaustion occurs when due to high external temperatures, um, the persons that are involved um, in trying to keep their body natural mechanism, in trying to keep their internal body temperature normal, um, initiate um, processes that lead to heat loss. These are things like uh, sweating, fanning, and taking off clothes. When this is not sufficient and the body temperature continues to rise and the patient starts feeling certain signs and symptoms uh, like headache, tiredness, weakness, cramps, feeling of nausea, and may or may not have slight uh, disorientation or some confusion, these patients already have heat exhaustion they are basically uh, in the initial phase of heat related diseases for patients like this they definitely will need some form of medical intervention you should get them to a cool environment and give them water to drink and gradually normalize their temperature when patients have heat exhaustion and they're having headache weakness tiredness cramps nausea even vomiting and nothing is done about it these patients will continue to sweat profusely trying to cool their internal body temperature down the way the physiology is structured unfortunately by the time the sweating uh, uh, physiological processes and other measures are not sufficient to cool the temperature of the body the body temperature rises abruptly at this point uh, you notice that this patient is not sweating at all or very sparingly because that mechanism has failed completely apart from that internal organs and uh, systems begin to dis uh, undergo some form of dysfunction even the heart can undergo dysfunction the muscles undergo what you call rhabdomyolysis that is inflammation and degeneration of the muscles kidney failure acute kidney failure can even occur and these patients would always have some form of um, uh, brain dysfunction this can be acute confessional state where they are delirious uh, they are hallucinating and they are talking out of a point and um, and some of them progress to coma at this stage we know that the patients have suffered heat stroke this is a medical emergency and if nothing is done these patients will die so for patients like this you need to get them out of the hot environment do not attempt to give them water because their their conscious level is altered they may be in coma or delirious and if you attempt to give them water in trying to give them water since they are not fully conscious they will aspirate and die so what you need to do is to get them as fast as possible to uh, get them to a cool environment uh, ac cool their body you can immerse them in water um, protecting their airway and immediately after that move them call a medical attention in places where you have emergency medical service you can get some form of intervention those patients will do well but will require some form of hospital admission and follow-up um, so all of this heat exhaustion heat uh, stroke how do we prevent it so right now Temperatures are up in Nigeria. I'm in Abuja and the federal capital and it's super hot. So one of the things I'm doing right now is that um, I'm, when I'm going out, 
I before going out, I take a lot of I take sufficient water. I'm trying to do at least three to five liters of water every day. Uh, spread. I'm wearing very light clothes, light clothing that has uh, spores in them so that um, sweat can find their way out. I'm also using a hat. I now have a hat that I'm using to cover uh, my head because you sweat a lot from the head and you can also uh, lose uh, um, um, fluids from any surface area of your body. In addition to that, I am avoiding going out between 12 noon and 3 p.m. This is when temperatures are usually highest in most uh, environment. And then I'm avoiding going out when I don't need to go out at all. This is one of the things I'm doing to avoid uh, um, um, uh, increasing heat, heat generation. I'm also not drinking certain things like alcohol, coffee, and tea because these are diuretics. They make me lose both fluids and I'm likely to get uh, dehydrated. I'm also not eating a lot of fried and oily meals. Uh, this would also mean that I have to lose more fat and oil through the skin and this may clog and plug the sweat glands and reduce the efficiency of uh, temperature uh, regulation. So um, in a nutshell, um, these are the things you need to avoid. We need to also pay attention to young children, to infants, and then to adults, and then people who have chronic medical conditions. They are more susceptible to the dangers of heat uh, exhaustion and heat uh, stroke. That was Dr. Agbo Ebuta, a consultant family physician there speaking. God bless Nigeria. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Bye for now.